Hey, Jen, how's it going? Welcome to episode three oh, of yeah. On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy. How are you doing today? I'm so good. Oh my God, that's so great. I know. I was super proud of myself because I decided to make this Mediterranean greens pie this morning and I had a million things to do. I know you find that hard to believe, but I did. I had a long list of stuff to accomplish this morning, but I was going to make my dinner at 6.30 in the morning. And I made a homemade vegan pie crust. I can't even. I can't even imagine doing that in a day, let alone like at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I wrapped it up, put it in the fridge to chill so that I could fill it later in between other tasks. And then I went and put the bowl in the sink. And I just grabbed like a little bit of leftover dough and I popped it in my mouth. And two I had two thoughts at the same time. One... <laughs> Ew, gross. Why are you doing that? You always think it's disgusting when Joanne does that. And B, oh my God, that is so salty. What the hell? <laughs> Did you put too much salt then in Then I remembered when I was making it, thinking, weird, like a tablespoon of salt seems like a lot. And still dumping it in. It was not, a teaspoon? Probably. I didn't even look. Aww. I just threw the dough in the garbage. So can you tell me again the name of what you made? It's like, I don't know the name. It's a Mediterranean. It's an Italian greens is that what like non-vegans would call a quiche <laughs> no nope. so you're gonna make it with some egg substitute no it's a pie filled with sort of an italian style greens like you'd have a bunch of spinach and chard okay. and arugula with pine nuts and raisins and garlic and tasty stuff okay so okay. the pie is like stuffed with this sort of italian greens mix all right. Just trust me. It's good. I bet it is. It's really One of the best things that I've ever had in my whole life, I was thinking about this the other day, was at a party you threw and there was mushrooms with cashews. Mm, stuffed mushroom caps. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Heaven. good. Happen. Well, that's a good segue into the topic that I would like to talk about today. So when we talked a little bit about the structure in episode one of how we were going to work this season is clearly we have a lot of issues and we have a lot of feelings. And we thought, well, instead of just dumping a pile on of all our feelings and our issues, how can we structure it so that we might actually be of value to some of our listeners, perhaps even to ourselves if it's not too late? And so we came up with this idea of pairing some of the issues that we have with a solution, maybe, or a suggested solution something that we have actual experience with and we wanted to share our experience or maybe something for me that would be meditation where we keep hearing it as a solution and we haven't tried it yet. So one big thing for me that I wanted to get out of the way, no pun intended, was my weight. And I don't think I've really ever talked about this, so I don't know why I would choose a public podcast to do it for the first time, but here we go. Now, I know that the scale is just a number and there's a whole bunch of other factors that go into it. But just so you know my history, I was a pretty healthy 130, 135 pounds until I had my first son and then I went up to 150. And then I had my second son and I think I probably got up to about 170. And that was like after I gave birth, I mean. And now I'm 210. So from 170, there was a jump to about 190. And then maybe a year later, 
up to 210 and I've been 210 for four years. So in some ways it's great. I've maintained a steady 210 for four years. I'm not gaining. And in other ways, I'm like, holy cow, Nancy, over 200. And I'll never forget like Oprah. If Oprah talked about this, I can talk about this. So it was on the front cover of Oprah and she was like, over 200. I can't believe we're here again. And I just, I just felt for her. Like she did the whole like yo-yo thing up and down. And I just did the long, slow, steady climb. Thanks kids. <laughs> the kids, the gifts that keep on giving. But I can't even, I can't even blame the kids because. You can blame the kids for anything. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. But I can't blame the pregnancies because since I finished having kids, I have put on. I don't know what it was, 170 to 210. That's like 40 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And so here we are. This this is like the the elephant in the room that sounded so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways, I don't want to say it's the thing that held me back, but it's the excuse that I use in my head. There was always like, when I lose weight, I'll do X. When I lose weight, I'll do Y. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. So then there's this sort of side message to it as I'm gaining weight over the years. I'm literally in my head getting further and further away from my dreams because I can't accomplish my dreams unless I'm 130 pounds. Mm -hmm. I, I hate, like, I can't handle, I gained quite a bit of weight lately and I, I videotape my stand-up performances because I'm just a comedy baby and I want to learn get better yeah I shouldn't say that though even professional comics do that but I saw a video from a couple of weeks ago and I was so uncomfortable watching it I wasn't even listening to what I was saying I was just uncomfortable seeing it I know but then I see have your tv personalities on tv and I don't judge them well, I don't, there's people who are way obviously bigger than I am because there's always someone who's bigger than everybody. And I, it doesn't even occur to me that they shouldn't be on that stage. They shouldn't or, be doing what they're doing. Of course not. No. Of course not. But if I see myself, I'm like, oh my God, I'm sure for the first few seconds, that's all anyone noticed in the audience. And I, not, <laughs> I love that sure I credit that. myself that way. No one in the audience even knows who I am. They've never seen me before. But the first thing they're thinking is, she must have put on some weight. <laughs> like, I didn't see her before, but it's pretty clear she's put on some weight. I'm five foot two, and... You don't have to say, by the way. That I'm you five foot two? You don't have to share. I'm not ashamed yeah, of my Yeah, I don't need to know how tall Short you are. Short people are people, oh, too. Oh, I should have told people how tall I am. I'm 210, and I'm 6'8". <laughs> I guess the height factors into that, I doesn't it? say something. Uh, no, I mostly, not always, because I had highs and lows and kids and whatever, but mostly have always been a bit overweight in my adult life. No, in my life. Spent a lot of time overweight. Not in my teens when I thought I was obese and I only actually weighed 112 pounds, but uh, in my little kid chubby years and then again in my adult life. Spent a lot of time in the 130 to 140 zone. So always that, oh, if I could get rid of this 10 pounds or whatever. And then I got kind of unwell at one point. In, no, extremely unwell at one point in my life. I had an autoimmune issue and had to take a bunch of steroids and other stuff. And I inflated and, but not all the weight was from the drugs. Like I had already been getting gradually bigger and bigger. And 
I didn't think of myself as a fat person. Like I used to run from my house to work in the mornings, which was quite a distance. It was probably eight kilometers or something in the morning. And I'd shower at work and get dressed and have my day. So I thought of myself as a pretty active person and I didn't get on a scale for years. And at one point I was like, wow, this is getting out of control. I'm probably almost 150 pounds at this point. And I got on a scale and I was 173 pounds, which might not sound huge to anyone. Might sound no, it's all it's all relative. But if you're getting on the scale, 73 is a dream. Okay, but if you're getting (laughs) on the scale, terrified. I I get it. And you're sure it's gonna say 150 Mm -hmm. and that's gonna ruin your life. And you get on and it says 173. Like I was floored. I could not believe it. And since then, the yo-yo for me is massive. So I lost weight quickly, but lost weight, like phew, got back down to 146 or whatever, you know, and not anywhere near my quote ideal weight. But now my weight fluctuates from like one in uh, 134-ish up to 154. Like it yo-yos like crazy up and down and up and down and up and down. It's like, I want to say, I don't know why I do know why, but I'm not a person who eats junk food. Like I don't like, I don't have a huge sweet tooth. I know I ate pie the other night, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I don't have a huge sweet tooth. I don't like, I really don't have any kind of junk sweets that I like from the grocery store. Like I like homemade or bakery Mm -hmm. stuff, but I don't like processed cookies or things. I don't enjoy them. I don't like uh, candy bars from the grocery store. I think are disgusting. They taste like wax. Like I can't eat that stuff. I don't know. It's not that I eat a lot of junk, but I definitely have like portion control issues. Portion issues for me. Yeah. Like I'll eat a mat. Like I'm sure my supper at night is like, is three people's supper. Like that I'm pretty sure of. And then at least, at least three nutritionists suppers. They're healthy, but it's too much. This palm of your hand rule. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Maybe four, (laughs) four, four nutritionists suppers. Yeah, but I've, I trick myself because I'm like, it's rice and tofu and bok choy. Like, how bad can it be? I say exactly the same thing. It's super healthy. It's extra vitamins. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell myself. Yeah. I'm not eating pro. Like, I have friends who are twigs who eat pizza and take out food at burgers, fries, whatever, all the time. So I expect that, you know, sure, I ate six pounds of cashews for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't Fruit Loops. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's for me, for sure, portion control. Like I just, and I'm obsessed with food. I love food so much. I love cooking it. I, I think about my next meal. Like every time I'm not eating, I'm thinking, no, even when I'm eating, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about the next thing I'm going to make. But I'm so passionate about it, about, you're a great cook. I don't know if you have this, but like I get excited about what I'm going to make for dinner that night, even though I'm not hungry yet, because it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. I don't because sidebar, nobody likes my cooking. I love your cooking. (laughs) So in my family, nobody likes my cooking. They always say there's too much ginger. It's too spicy. There's not enough meat. I don't hear that from you. But I agree. I do love to cook. And that's the thing, though. If I'm going to take the time to make like this incredible like chili garlic hot pot tofu, why would I want to stop at a half cup of my hand (laughs) size? So good. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure we could go on and on. About, I know I could about the way that I feel about my weight. 
but we also wanted to pair this with a solution-ish-esque. It started with a solution. Jen's raising her hand. I'm raising my hand for those of you who can't see me because I wanted to ask you something before we go to the solution. Do you mind if I ask you, like, what does that represent to you? Like, when you're feeling hard on yourself about your weight or when it's an excuse, like, what does that represent to you? Why? Why are you waiting until you're 130 pounds to... Well, it comes back to what we talked about in episode two of sophistication and success. A successful person would be able to keep their weight under control. I believe that 100% in my body. Maybe logically, not right now, but maybe logically I could wrap my head around the fact that that's not true. Although how could I possibly believe that when there are so many people? I know we keep coming back to Oprah, but she's a perfect example in this. Oprah, I don't know if she ever was a healthy 110, that's for sure. But she's probably, what, 160, 170 and, and, and more and less. And, and the point is she struggled. I never questioned her success. And I never questioned her sophistication. And I never judge her for not being able to, to get where she wanted to be. I have absolute admiration for her for trying. I've seen her exercising and being healthy. And I've bought her cookbooks. And I, I have, my point is I have compassion for her and I don't have compassion for myself. Okay. So it's the double standard. And yeah. Yeah. So can you give me an example of something you wouldn't like, give me an example of one of the things that you're not doing, um, until you're. So a lot of things have changed for me in the last year. So I can tell you that a year ago, it had a much greater effect on my life, which was, I might not go to parties. I, I might not like if 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 Renault sends me like an invite to go to something socially or for his work, I might not I will have anxiety about going because I won't know what to wear. And then I think I'll have to meet new people. And then I think my husband's amazing. And I actually think that people are going to say, oh, my God, Renault's so amazing. I wonder why he how he why his I wonder I don't even know how to say this. Oh, my God, Renault's so great. How come his wife's so fat? There, I'm probably going to edit that out. Say it again. Not in those words. Like, so there's this little voice in my head that people are going to say, oh my God, Renault's so amazing. And, but this is the thing, Jen, Renault's not thin either. He's not like, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I don't judge him. Like, I'm not like, oh, he should lose weight or whatever. Or he's applying for a promotion right now. He He should lose some weight before he applies for that promotion. Try saying that 50 times. It is. It's a double standard. And so I, it would hold me back from social events. If someone like, especially anything to do with being in a bathing suit, like going, if someone invited me on a trip to someone invited me to go on a trip to God forbid the Bahamas or something like that. My first thought, Jen, would be, I don't know if I can be in a bathing suit for a week in front of these people, whoever they are. Yeah. And so I can say for sure it played a huge part in my life. Uh, even just like like I was saying, the day-to-day, let alone for the dreams. I recorded this 10-module course um, for women on how, how to manage their own money. And a friend of mine asked to see it, a friend that I'd had for like 10 years. And when I sent it to her, the first thing she said was, where are you? I expected to see your face in the video or at least in the corner. Had never occurred to me. To actually, to actually be on video. And so slowly over the last year, 
I would say two years since I did the the self-compassion course, I've really started to be more aware of that and just think like, I don't want this to hold me back. And when people pay me a compliment to accept it, instead of seeing like, oh, you look great today and me thinking, yeah, but I could still lose some weight. I now I don't think that anymore. I, I don't. I just think, thank you. Like, so I hope that answers your question. It did affect me a lot. And even though here we are on the radio, <laughs> the podcast, I was so afraid of putting myself out there because the big message was don't see me. Yeah. I don't want to be seen. I actually had a photo shoot a few weeks ago. Oh, photo shoot. I don't like, I, that's just horrific to me. I know, but (laughs) (laughs) hear me out. Uh, No, I had a photo shoot a few weeks ago and I got stuck a few days before the shoot realizing that there was something I was supposed to be nervous about, about the photo shoot. And And I couldn't remember what it was. And then I remembered it's like now two, three days before the shoot. I can't cancel it now. This photographer is amazing and wonderful and fully booked. And it's going to be months before I can get in again. Um, But I realized the thing I forgot to do to prepare for the shoe was to lose 20 (laughs) pounds. And I had purposely given myself, I don't know, say three months, like asked her in advance for a date that I felt was a reasonable amount of time that I would need in order to lose that weight. But I got so busy, I forgot about that part of the, th- the deal. You should have scheduled it. I'm not t- I didn't tell her that. I wasn't like, hey, Sabrina, um, how long do you think it would take you to lose 20 pounds? Okay, cool. Let's book something. But it was like, I forgot. I, I mean, it's always on my mind that I want to be losing weight and getting in better shape. But I have a show on this coming out Friday that I'll be half naked in. And I forgot. I made big plans <laughs> to be compl- in prime fit condition for that too. But anyway... But it was just like three days before the photo shoot. And I was like, oh my, oh no, I knew I forgot something. I forgot to lose 20 pounds. What am I doing? I can't go do this photo shoot now. And it was on my mind in the beginning, but she's amazing. She's a goddess and it was an incredible shoot. And I and the pictures are fantastic. They're my I'm favorite totally photos. I'm totally posting them on Instagram. They're my favorite photos I've ever done. I've done a lot of photo shoots and that was my favorite. And I've done a lot of photo shoots way smaller than I am now. And that was so fun because she was just such a she is an incredible down-to-earth amazing easy person to work with and you want to give her a plug here yeah sabrina reeves she's incredible um you can just google her i think her website is sabrina reeves.com or sabrina reeves photography.com yes yeah just amazing and you know she sent me the uh what do you call them she sent me the proofs and then asked me which ones i wanted her to touch up and then she sent me the touched up ones and they were beautiful and amazing. But honestly, if you look at the two side by side, it, I'm sure she put a lot of work into it, but she kept it looking natural. You know, right. like it's the same person. Like she took that amazing picture. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy with her. I've had so many photographers who take these pictures of me. And then after they touch them up, I'm like, who is that? I mean, she's beautiful, but <laughs> who is that? Oh, it's not me. <laughs> so nice. So anyway, but my point was just that I had actually planned the date of the photo shoot, you know, with enough time that I thought I could. Yeah, yeah thank so you. For so I have something to say, which is that about six to eight months ago, I decided that was it. After years of paying for a gym membership, I was going to double down and get a private trainer and I was going to start working out. And I'm proud to say that I've done it. I'm the greatest trainer ever. We work out twice a week. We work out I wear this heart rate monitor. 
I'm usually between like 85 and 95% of my target heart rate. And then, you know, she lets me come down before we go back up. The point is I'm working hard doing crazy, like CrossFit type exercises, weights. I can't even describe it. Every session is almost completely different from the last. Ask me how much weight I've lost. Zero. I haven't lost a single pound. What did she say? Did you tell her that? Because you look so different to me now. But this is what I wanted to say. I went there to lose weight. It was the only goal I had. Anything else, better mood, you know, feeling more confident. Nobody gives a shit about that crap. I just want to lose weight. And while I didn't lose weight, it has changed my whole life. Like, like I can't even describe how different I feel. And I don't even get on the scale anymore. Like it just, it's, if it's not going to budge or whether it does budge or it goes up or down a little bit, it can't define my day or, or, you know, it's, so I don't even, I put the scale away, but while I once chalked it up as, as gravy, I can't put a price on how confident I feel. Um, I used to stop when anything in my life, when something got hard, I stopped. And they talk about that a little bit in yoga, but I never really got it, like pushing your edge a little bit. But she won't let me stop. She's just like, you're not going to stop. You're going to do 20. I don't care if you do four sets of five, two sets of 10, or you do singles. You're going to do 20. And there's no judgment or not even really any encouragement. It's just, this is what's going to happen. So you're going to do it. And I, I just gave up at some point. Like, I don't even fight back. I just go there. And then at some point, first, it feels so good when you finish. And then I start to crave it. Mm-hmm. I used to wake up and dread not only podcast days, but workout days. <laughs> and now I'm actually starting to look forward to both. But if I miss a, a, a class because of whatever reason, first, I don't miss them. But on the rare case that I miss one, if I feel like I really missed something. I don't feel like I dodged a bullet. I feel like I lost an opportunity to feel great about myself. My mood has improved. I'm sleeping better. And so this is one of the themes that keeps coming up for us in the podcast is I didn't get what I thought I wanted, Mm. but I got exactly what I did want. I feel great. I have a similar story that is um, about exercise. Same thing. I went... Well, actually, Joe wanted me to go try boxing with her. She really wanted to box, and I didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm not a violent person. I don't believe in aggressive whatever. That's stupid. I'm a this, vegan. This point, I'm there vegan. I can't no box. <laughs> I can't box. I'm vegan. Um, but I told her I'm going to be terrible at this. I've never been athletic in my life. The only thing I've ever done is, like, run 5K. Like, I can't – well, eight maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm not strong. I'm weak. I'm – artist I don't know (laughs) and uh, I said I'll try it but I'm gonna hate it and I'm never gonna go back but if it will help you go and try it I'll come so I went with her and it was so hard I thought I was gonna die I couldn't believe that I never wanted to go back Uh, but I did go back the next week and then the next week and a few weeks in our trainer who's amazing she used to be like on on the Olympic Canadian Olympic team she was Canada like Canadian woman champion whatever in her class but tiny and not tough. Like I was expecting her to be this like ogre, but she's the sweetest. Like Fiona from Shrek. (laughs) She was the sweetest thing. Anyway, she put us in the ring one day 
uh, with more experience, with actual experience boxers. And we were supposed to be able to do offense and the other person would not hit us back. They would defend themselves, but they weren't allowed to hit us back because they were actually people with experience and we were babies. So we got in the ring and I was punching away and it felt amazing. And by accident, just knee jerk reaction, <laughs> the girl punched me back and <laughs> at one point and she was like, oh, sorry. And she gave me a fat lip. And um, so I got out of the ring, uh, not because I, I was like, no, I, <laughs> kind of, it was the coolest feeling because my whole life. Even my parents always told me, bless them, love them, and, and they're artists. They didn't get it. So they were, like, not athletic people. But, like, they always told me, you're not you're not athletic. It's okay that you didn't came, – you came in last in the race at school because you're not athletic. Like, that's okay. just not your thing. It's okay, though. And no one ever said, well, you can't come in first in a race when you've never run before. You need to do it more. Or, or why don't you try this sport? Like, that wasn't really a thing at our house, sports. It was um, painting and – theater singing music and the one time I tried to join a softball team with my stepfather Brent who you know I played with all adults and I got hit in the stomach with a ball and it knocked the wind out of me and I was like this sucks I'm not doing this anymore and it was like oh haha cute she tried but she's not athletic anyways they didn't mean it in a bad way at all but it just reaffirmed this is the message I had you know and so when I got out of the ring when I got punched in the face I didn't get out of the ring because I got punched. But after the round was over, I was like, that hurt and I'm okay. I am strong. I'm okay, you know. I can get back up. I can yeah. Get, yeah. And honestly, the next morning I got up and I went and looked in the mirror to see if everyone would be able to see the fat lip. They couldn't. I was kind of disappointed. I went <laughs> go to work. Yeah, I box, whatever. Anyway, I still train with stuff uh, only once a week. Um, but the thing is that the thing that that brought me, and she's also awesome, by the way, when I tell her like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it this morning. I have an early meeting. She's like, that's fine. I have room on Sunday if you want. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. not like, oh, bummer. See you in a week. <laughs> she's like, all right, then when are you coming instead? But the thing that it gave me was this sense of strength. And because uh, I was, as I mentioned earlier, really sick years ago, that too really reinforced for me that I can't trust my body and I'm weak and I'm, you know, so the boxing experience was gave me such an amazing sense of personal I strength. And it I feels don't, incredible. Yeah. I just, I just, it sounds like such a cliche. And they say that you have to hear things seven times before it sort of clicks for you. And whether you're hearing this for the first time or the sixth time or the seventh time, exercise, it feels so good. Yeah. And I can tell you, nobody's judging you at the gym. But there's also something else I wanted to talk about oh. that I have been reading about, listening in my audio, audio books for the last few weeks. And that is this concept of the set point. The what? The set point? Like S-E-T? Yes. S-E-T. Okay. So there's this, all this, you know how there's all this new science about that's coming out about like neuroplasticity and genes and stuff. Well... Part of the new science. Sorry. Sorry. I it is like really how you're didn't. saying. You do? No. <laughs> I love that you're well, saying it. Like, I have exactly no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, back to the set point. Right. So there's this science that's coming out. And I don't know what it is exactly. I'm still sort of processing the information. But it's a myth that people lose weight. What? Yes, it's a myth. So 
they said that people that really do what they're supposed to do, like follow the palm of the hand rule and exercise 30 minutes a day, if they're lucky, they might lose 10 pounds. That's it. That's the most that you can, the, the normal person can expect to lose. Okay, but what is the set point? The set point is the weight that your body has decided it's going to be, which completely explains why I have been 210 for years, even though I, there's some weeks, Jen, I eat only pasta. I've tried keto and I might go down four to six and then I come back up. I just hover within five pounds of 210 for four years now. And I feel like I lost the game of musical chairs. Like, you know, when they tell you like you're when you're young, they're like, don't wait to have children. You know, Nancy, you're going to think you're going to be this famous TV star, but don't wait to have children because it becomes a lot harder to get pregnant after 35. And I've heard the messages that your metabolism, this isn't necessarily going to end bad, this story, by the way, but I've heard the stories about how your metabolism drops when you get older and it's harder to lose weight and all that stuff. No, no, I'm going to persevere. Like once I put my mind to it, I'll be able to do it. Well, guess what? I've put my mind to it. I've cut back on my carbs. I'm not, I'm not going to go hungry. And I don't think that anybody should go hungry. And there's still, I'm sure there's some judgy listeners out there because I can hear it in my own, my own head. Well, you just haven't tried hard enough. This is just an excuse. But the science has shown that the actual people that lose 30, 40, 50 pounds and keep it off for at least five years, it, they just don't exist. They're like unicorns. And it, all of the people that I can think of that I sort of know or in my circle of knowledge that have lost a lot of weight, they did it when they were younger mm-hmm. before the set point kicked in. Is it different for everybody when that set point kicks in? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The the book that I'm reading is called Health at Any Size. And there's some good news here. I haven't found it yet, but (laughs) no, I haven't accepted it yet. But the, the, the fantastic news is there's no correlation between health and weight. So I can be 210 and be with my exercise and my good eating habits and my all that meditation I do Mm -hmm. and great sleep and I can be super healthy and live live till I'm 90 or longer and what she was saying in the book she's a, a, a doctor by the way I'll put the link to the book in the show notes if anyone is interested is you can be an absolute uh model of health and and you can also be this is sort of stating the obvious you can also be quite thin and be very unhealthy. Oh yeah, for sure. So this is where I'm at. I feel physically good. Like I feel great. And now I'm like, you know what? One of the things I've always done is waited to buy new clothes until I was like such a cliche. It's like verbal diarrhea coming out of my mouth. I'm going to buy new clothes. And those clothes are probably going to be a size 16, 18, and that's fine. But there's still part of me that's not, I don't want to say like, I don't believe that. I'm going to like, go harder and try harder. I don't think that's the way that I want to approach this Mm -hmm. is to, you know, what they say is eat less, move more. And I used to believe that eat less, move more was the remedy for losing weight. 
And I still think it is in your 30s, maybe in your early 40s. Now I think it's a recipe for health. Yeah, and happiness. And happiness and longevity. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who does two fitness classes a day and rides several kilometers on her bike to and from work every day. And she's so happy and it's so incredibly fit. And when I first knew her, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I realized I don't want to spend five hours of my day exercising. And I can't. I have kids and work and other, other things That's what to I'm do. saying. Yeah, I, like, have other, I want, I need, I do need to eat less and I do need to move more. No, we could. But, we could. But not, not, I don't need to be that. I know that mm, I'm not the person who needs to be at the gym three hours a day. That's not the more that I need, you know? At this point, I'm not even sure if I spend three hours a day. Logically, I'm thinking, I think if you spend three hours a day losing weight, what we're saying right now is that I don't want to. No, I don't. To maintain that, that's a lot. But I do want to look at other things. I just want to clarify something because I I want it. I have nothing against that. I think she's amazing. She's a machine, but she loves it, and that's what she's passionate about. So that is how she likes to spend all those hours. So that's she's that's a priority to her. Yeah. It's the exercise itself. Yeah. The exercise itself is not a priority to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. the benefits of the exercise, not all of which I'm receiving. <laughs> I think I, t- and I take better care of myself in general too when I exercise. Like after I work out, I never want to go eat pizza. After I exercise, I want to eat something healthy. I want to drink more water. I want to stretch. I, I don't have any craving for... A smoke. Yeah. yeah. When I used to run, I quit smoking because I was started took up running in the mornings and it was seems so destructive. So, yeah, counterintuitive yeah, right yeah. after. So I'm at this place now where there's part of me that's going to accept that I may never get to, to be even 180 again. And that's gonna be okay. I'm gonna do everything I can to be healthy and wear fabulous clothes and fabulous makeup and fabulous shoes and just feel great about myself. So while there's part of me that's going to accept it, there's part of me that's going to keep trying new things because maybe these normal people haven't tried acupuncture. (laughs) And that's the secret. So I'm going to acupuncture uh, once a week now. But there's such a big difference between, sorry, I cut you off, but there is a, a, a huge difference between being open to trying new things and being open to the idea of your body changing in whatever way and you know trying to force something that may or may not happen and basing your value on those the whether or not there's those results that you're trying to achieve you know so I feel like I'm in a pretty good place like I was sad to hear that I really had went through a bit of a grieving process to be honest I'm still going going through it I honestly believe at any age when I got my shit together and exercised and ate better, that I would just drop weight. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at this point where I'm almost shocked at the level of exercise that I've done in six to eight months. And I tell people and they're like, oh, well, you know, muscle weighs more. No, no, listen to me. I haven't lost any weight. I don't care that muscle weighs more than fat. (laughs) And I, but I haven't lost inches because they always say, oh, you have to go by your inches. Still wearing the same size pants that I've been wearing for four years. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was hormones, especially for women. Like there's so much going on hormonally. And one of the things about the book that 
I listened to it when I'm going to sleep. So I don't know if it wasn't in there or I slept through it, but I don't, what is influencing the set point? So what if I accept there's a set point, but how can I change the set point? And maybe that's acupuncture. Maybe that's some looking at, at my hormones. There are so many diet books out there that I don't want to buy another diet book, but I have seen some books out there about hormones and how they affect. So maybe I'll just get one of those audiobooks and start listening and make some small changes to words. I don't even know what it is. If it's, if it's, if it's a food or a vitamin or horse pee, I don't know. <laughs> I think the, I think the main, one of the more important things about that is just that, yeah, you are going to continue. You've made some really healthy changes in your life. And like you said before, the results were not what you you expected them to be and you were going into it for a reason and that's not necessarily what came out of it or at least but the cool results that you did have still gave still gave you the effect that you were looking for which is to be comfortable in my body exactly and feel healthy and fit yeah i i have those those feelings i keep wanting to say that's huge because i say that all the time (laughs) i'm trying so hard not i know i'm like okay so the big story (laughs) i have to keep coming back Oh, it's like, that's huge. That is so large. Let's talk about that <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> All right. So that's my story. Nice. I feel pretty good about sharing it. I don't know if, how I'm going to feel about it when it's live, but uh do feel like I got some weight off my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for joining us for episode three. We're going to wrap this up. We'll be back next episode four with On the Same Page with Jen and Thanks, guys. See you next week. I just want to be on the same page. I just want to be at the same stage. On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy is recorded in Montreal, Quebec. The podcast is written, hosted, produced, and edited by Jen Chapman and Nancy Murdoch. Original music by Jen Chapman. Original podcast cover art by Meredith Lindsay of Media Mercantile. A huge thank you to all of our supporters. Oh my God, I just had this feeling. I can't believe I'm talking about this. It's going to feel so good. It's going to feel so good.